Happy Wednesday. Tonight, uh, Joy and I are going to look again into the book of Acts and, uh, and the Word of God to speak to us uh, and bring uh, encouragement uh, and direction uh, into our lives. Uh, we um, truly believe with all of our hearts uh, that the Bible is the inspired, holy Word of the Lord, uh, that it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Uh, and uh, we just believe that in these difficult times that we are uh, living in, it is a wonderful and needed thing to do to turn to the Scriptures uh, for uh, help, encouragement, and uh, direction. Uh, we know um, that you know our country continues to go through a lot, uh, depending on on how you feel about whatever you feel about, no one can really deny that uh, that there is a great divide uh, in our America, and we need to pray about this. Uh, that uh, that people are leaving the church, and we need to uh, pray about this. That they're abandoning the truth of the Word of God, and we need to pray about uh, this. Uh, we just, you know, we believe that we really need. A revival and a move of God in our land, uh, and uh, and that the Christians in America need to be stirred, uh, and uh, and and also we need to continue to pray uh, against this virus and uh, and for uh, the the fear that it causes to go away, and the separation that it causes to go away, and the excuses that it gives to to go away. So so before we move forward, uh, let's take just a moment. Uh, and pray together for these things. Uh, pray with me, will you? Uh, Lord, we love you tonight. We are so, uh, so grateful to be your people called uh, by your name. We are thankful that you are a good, good God, uh, that you love us, uh, that you are merciful and compassionate, uh, gracious and kind, slow to anger and abounding in love. And we exalt you and glorify you Tonight, we pray that you would be honored in all that we do, and we pray that you would lead uh, our time together. Lord, we do lift up our nation to you, and uh, there is definitely a great divide in it, Lord, and we pray that you would come and bring healing. Uh, Lord, we, uh, we do see a shifting and a turning away from you, and we pray that you'd come and bring revival, and that you would turn our nation uh, back to you, uh, back to your truth, uh, back to your uh, word uh, that would that we would be one nation under God, indivisible, uh, with a with a a passion uh, for liberty and justice for all. Yes. That we would be a nation that declares in God uh, we trust. Lord, we pray that uh, that you'd stir up your people uh, to uh, uh, to passion. That you'd stir them up to prayer. Uh, that you'd stir them up to to faithfulness. We pray this in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you to come against this virus, uh, that you would bring healing to anyone who has it. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, and we just pray that you'd come against the fear that it causes and, yes. and the isolation and the division and so many other problems that are coming out of it. And uh, just bring us uh, liberty and freedom from it, we pray. Again, Lord, bless our time together. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. Uh, like I said, uh, let's go again to the book of Acts, and uh, let's start in Acts chapter 1. I'm just going to read down, starting in verse 1, just read down through uh, 
some of these some of these verses. Um, there's so much help uh, in Acts chapter one. I, I mean, it almost speaks to everything that we need. Like if you just get a revelation of everything that's said in Acts chapter one, uh, you've almost got what you need uh, mm-hmm. to uh, to live a life that honors and glorifies. Uh, the Lord. Let's read here Acts chapter 1 verse 1. In my former book Theophilus I wrote about all that Jesus began to do uh, and to teach. This is Luke writing the book of Acts and he's talking about the the gospel of Luke uh, that he has written in his in his former book uh, that he writes about all that Jesus began to do uh, and teach and now in the book of Acts he's going to write about the church and what the church does. And, and what we're called to do and who we're called to be. In verse 2 it says, Until the day uh, He was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles He had chosen. After His suffering, He showed Himself to these men and gave many convincing proofs that He uh, was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of of God. Uh, so here Luke reminds us that, that Jesus was crucified on a cross, uh, that he was buried in a tomb, in a rich man's tomb, that on the third day he rose again, that he gave many convincing proofs to many, many people that he had risen, uh, that he uh, was alive, and then he appeared to these people and met with them over a period of 40 days. It's just it's always so hard for me to just get by that without just saying uh, that, that Jesus has risen again, uh, that he is alive, that the tomb is empty, and, and by doing that, proving that he is who he said he is. Yes. The Messiah, the Christ, the only begotten Son of God, our hope, our life, our salvation, our peace, uh, the uh, the only truth, the only way, the only life, the only uh, hope that we have of salvation, of eternity in heaven, of life together with the Father. Over a period of of forty days, he met together with the apostles and the disciples, and and they talked, uh, but they didn't talk about sports, <laughs> and they didn't talk about politics. They talked about the kingdom yeah. of God. Wow. And, uh, Could you imagine what those 40 days were like? I know, sitting there, <laughs> sitting there with Jesus. Oh, man. King of kings, Ooh. Lord of lords, yeah. auth- author of life, yeah. uh, one who holds all things together, uh, talking about the kingdom of God. Yeah. And a wonderful, wonderful uh, time. And, and, and we don't know all that was said there, but we do uh, have a part of it here that Luke shares with us. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, uh, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised you, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm. So, so in their discussing, in their conversations about the kingdom of God, Jesus gives this uh, instruction that they are to wait in Jerusalem uh, for the promised gift of the Holy uh, Spirit. In verse 6 it says, So uh, 
When they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? So, so they're thinking about the kingdom of Israel and, and things that they're facing and, and going through. And Jesus says to them in response, you know, verse 7, he said, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful reminder, uh, I think, that there are times and dates that God has set by His own authority. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, Psalm 2, the, the uniting of the kingdoms of this earth and scheming against the plans and times and dates of the Lord are not going to change those things. Right. They're not going to change what He's going to do. Uh, he is enthroned on high. He it actually says in Psalm 2 that He scoffs and laughs at the plans of man to overthrow <laughs> his his plans. The, the, wow. the times set by God's authority are the times set by his own authority, and they will come about in his timing. But it's not for us to worry about them or be concerned about them or even to know them. It's just for us to trust God with them. Right. And, and I think that also applies to the times that we're in. Yeah, definitely. That, that it's not for us to worry mm -mm. about them. It's not, not for us to, to be fearful uh, about them. It, it's, it's for us to trust God, trust His power, trust His plan, trust His authority uh, for the times that we uh, are in. Uh, you know, so maybe a, a wonderful uh, connecting verse here as we talk about God's plan, God's authority, and as we talk about the kingdom of God and talk about not worrying or, or being fearful uh, is, uh, is Matthew uh, 6, you know, 31, 32, 33, mm -hmm. which tells us, it just, it just simply says, so, so don't worry mm -hmm. uh, about uh, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about uh, tomorrow. Don't worry about everything that's going on around you. That's what the world does. That's what, that's what people who are not of the kingdom of God do. Kingdom of God people seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness yes. and, and all the things that you need. God's going to come in yeah. and He is going to care uh, for those uh, things. So, so we're not to worry. We're to seek the kingdom of God. We're to be kingdom of God people. Uh, we're to, we're to uh, live according to the ways of the kingdom of God and to, and to do what we're doing right now. Talk about the kingdom yes. of God. Yes. Uh, so, you know, as we, as we think about the kingdom of God and, and talk about the kingdom of God, what are, what are some of your thoughts on how kingdom of God people should live according to the kingdom of God. Well, something that the Lord's really been speaking to my heart about over this this year, really in 2021, and we're just, what, 20 days into it, but is the word of God. Mm. And the kingdom of God, as kingdom of God people, we've got to know the instruction manual. Yes. The, as, you know, God's given us an instruction manual for his kingdom, mm -hmm. you know? Amen. And, and it is the word of God, it is the Bible, it is, it is God's word. And so I've just been um, just really studying the New Testament here in, the, in this year. And God's just really been speaking to my heart about His Word and how important His Word is. Yes. And um, so I just wanted to read to you about um, something that happened in John. It was John 18, um, 36 through 38. And Jesus is coming up, coming before Pilate. And he, um, right 
right at the beginning of his, you know, getting ready to be crucified and he's being tried by Pilate. And John 18, 36 says this, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Mm. <laughs> you know, he was like, I have all power and authority in, in every kingdom that this moment right now, my servants could come and, and take care of you, Pilate. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what my, that I'm not from, my kingdom's not of this place, is what Jesus says. And then Pilate said, you know, he's, he's trying to get, nail down Jesus and nail down what in the world, you know, why are, why are these Jewish people wanting to crucify you? And so he, he said, so you're king then? Said Pilate. And Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Mm. And then Pilate asked the question that everyone in this world really wants to know the answer for, answer to. Yeah. And he says, what is truth? And if we look around at our culture, we look around at our country, and we look around at what's going on in social media, we look around at what's going on in the news, we look, at, look, and look around at what's going on in, in our government, and that is really the core question that is being asked and being debated. Yeah. What is truth? And Jesus answers it right here. He says, um, he says in fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And that just struck me so, that just hit me so hard because I, I wanted to just declare and wanted to say, I want to be on the side of Jesus. Yes, Therefore, I want to know the truth. Yes. And when I know the truth, which is Jesus and the words that come out of his mouth, then the truth sets me free. Yes. And a truth is being attacked. Yes, truth is. is being there's there's a war that's a battle that's going on for truth mm -hmm. and he Pilate asked that question and everyone in the world today is 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 wanting to know the answer to that question well the, i have the answer yes come on and the answer is jesus yes, amen. jesus is the truth and the word of god is the truth and the enemy knows this that's why in for, the 40 days that jesus was being tempted in the in the wilderness in the desert mm-hmm you know what Satan came up, came against him with? The Word. Yeah. The Word of God. And you know what Jesus battled him with? The Word of God. Yes. And so do you know why the enemy battles so hard with the kingdom people, battles their time in the Word of God? Mm -hmm. It's the easiest, <clears throat> most, most uh, simple thing you can do, but the hardest thing you can do because the enemy will try and try and try to battle against your time in the word yes. and your understanding of the word and he will try to steal you know the the revelation that God gives you he will try to give you doubts against the word of God because he knows that there is power in the word of God that's right that's right that's the very thing he did in Genesis all the way back at the beginning when he spoke, Coming against spoke God's to Eve, word. Was, yeah. Did God say? Did God say? Is that what he really meant? Right, right. Yeah. So from the very beginning, the deceptor, the deceiver, the, 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 the roaming lion, the mm -hmm. lying <laughs> Roman lying, who's seeking, who, who's seeking who he may devour, 
has been from the beginning trying to devour the word of God yes. because he knows how powerful because God spoke. This was this was interesting. The other day, Lydia was talking about how the world was created and she was talking about the world and the light and how God created the light. And she said, all he had to do was snap his finger <laughs> and, the, and the light came out, you know. And I was like, well, actually, Lydia, or it might have been, might have been Grammy, you know, bringing out the word. Mm-hmm. But she said, actually, Lydia, God spoke it. He didn't even have to. He spoke the word, yep. and there was light. So there is such power in the word of God, yes. and that's why the enemy wants to try to take it from, from the kingdom people. And so I believe that the kingdom is built on the word of God. Mm-hmm. It is built on the word of God. And I believe during this time that God is wanting to bring about a revival of his word a revival yes. of his truth Amen. a revival because there's christians out there who believe crazy things that are not the truth it's yeah. not in the word and they're like and i think why in the world are they not believing this it's because they have not spent their time in the word they have not allowed god to speak to their hearts and change change things in them and and take and, and remove the lies that satan has has spoken to them yeah. and so, actually the the word actually speaks clearly against what they're believing exactly exactly and i'm like if they will just get in the truth if they will be on the side of jesus which is understandable for those who are not kingdom of god right but we are these are christian people but kingdom of god people kingdom of god people have got to be in the word speaking the word believing the word knowing that there is power in the word and not allowing the enemy to to steal that from us yes and so I was reminded of a story, and I love this story in the Old Testament about King Josiah. Yeah. Oh, so I love it. And you need to go back and read it. I'm not going to go over all of it tonight, but one it's in, of the, one of the best. One yeah. of the best. Yes. Go back in Second Kings, Second Kings 22, and and read the read the story of King Josiah. I'm not going to go over all of it, but I just want to kind of touch on a few points that, about how how powerful um, this connects to the Word of God. But he was a young king. He became king at eight years old, and I know a bunch of eight years old eight year olds, and it would be hard to imagine any eight year olds I know <laughs> becoming a king. <laughs> but God's hand was on his life, and God um, set him apart as a young as a young boy um, for for to to do what God has called called him to do. And we're going to find out in just a few minutes. And at eight years old, it says this of Josiah in Kings twenty two two. It says he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, mm. and followed completely the ways of his father David, yes. not turning aside to the right or to the left. At eight years old, Amen. this is what the Word of God says about him. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yes. That is powerful. And when he turned 18 years old, he um, started. He sent out his secretary, um, and he said, Go up to Hilkah, the high priest, and have him get ready the money that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. Have them entrusted to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. So they're working on the temple. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, when God starts to bring revival to the land, that's one of the things he starts doing. He starts working on the temple. Working on the house. Working on the house. Working on the church. So people of God, just get ready. God's working on the church. Yeah. He's working on the church because Amen. he's wanting to bring forth revival because there has to be a revival that breaks out. Yes. In this land. There has to be. Yes. 
And so he starts working on the temple and had these men to pay the workers who repaired the temple of the Lord, the carpenters, the builders, and the, uh, and the masons, also have them purchase timber and dress stone to repair the temple. But they need not account for the money entrusted to them, to them because they are honest in their dealings. Hilkah the high priest said to Shaphan the, the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. Mm. He's, the words in the church? The words in the church. <laughs> He's working... He is working on the temple, and somewhere in the temple he has found the book of the law. And he says, um, he says then to the secretary, he went to the king and reported to him, Your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and has entrusted it to the supervisors at, at the temple. Then Shaphan the secretary informed the king, Hilkah the priest has given me a book. And Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard, the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. 18-year-old Josiah, mm. who had not turned from the left or to the right, who was completely following the Lord in all of his ways, yes. now gets a hold of the book. Mm. And he, the word that is read before him mm. makes him realize that his nation had not been living for the Lord. And the book of God, the word of God, becomes alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword in this young man's hand. Yes. And he goes out and he starts to tear down idols, to tear down all the things that, had, that were against the Lord. He started digging into the Word of God, and he's like, you're doing this, and, and God's Word says not to do this. And he starts just tearing down idols and, and people that were worshiping. To, I, mean, I mean, he got a little violent, you know. But sometimes God's Word is, is, brings about such a revival in our hearts that it's, it's, we've got to tear down the things that have been, we've, that have been idols and have been um, higher than what God, God is, is in our lives. Yes. We've got to tear those things down. And yes. so a revival hits, hits the land. And he says, Go and inquire for the Lord for me to a prophet about, from Judah about what is written in this book that, that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. And they have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Yes. So a revival breaks out yes. because of the word of God. And that is what God is wanting to do in his people, in this kingdom, in his kingdom people right now. Is he is wanting to revive the church and he is wanting to bring yes. revival in the yes. study Amen. of his word and knowing his, his word and his scripture. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so kingdom of God people. Kingdom of God people. Need to be people of the word of God. Yes. Need to be in the Word, yes, searching yes, yes. the Word, reading the Word, studying the Word, memorizing the Word, hiding the Word down right. inside of our hearts. Right. Um, b before we move on, I, I just... Do you feel like praying for the Lord to stir and raise up some 8-year-olds who will become 18-year-olds, some 18-year-olds uh, right now yes. that will... That will have a passion for, for the Lord, for His church, for His for His Word, yes. for His truth. Yes. Can you do that? Yes. Let's pray, Father. Right now, I pray for any young person, Lord, that is out there, 
Lord, whether it's, it's children of people watching or maybe there's young people listening or watching, Lord, I pray for my children. I pray yes. for the children here at Life Change Church. Lord, I pray Hallelujah. for the kids in our community. Lord, I just Thank pray you, right Lord. now, Lord Jesus, that a revival would stir in their hearts for Thank the truth. Jesus. And only you, the truth that Jesus can bring, Lord, that they would be on the side of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, we thank you that you would stir a revival. Lord, Bibles that have been hidden in the homes, thank Lord, you. that have been put under the coffee tables, Lord, that have been put on the shelves. Lord, I thank you that parents right yeah. now will bring those that word out and begin to read it out loud to their children, read yes. it out loud to their families. Yes. Lord, single people would bring it out yes. and read Amen. it and, and believe it. Thank Father God, we thank you that revival and the of the word of God would come about Praise in this Lord. nation. Lord, that it would come about Hallelujah. in your people. Kingdom of God people, Lord Jesus. I thank you that everything that the enemy would try to steal, um, that try to take the, the seeds that the word of God has planted. Father, I thank you that he will not be able to do yes. that in Jesus' name. You, Lord. Lord, we pray right now that the word of God would just become alive and it would yes. become fire in our hearts, Praise Lord Jesus. Jesus. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let me just... Uh, take a few moments and just uh, take a look at kingdom of God people uh, and and how we're supposed to look and who we're supposed to be we've already we've already discussed that kingdom of God people should be uh, should be people of the word of God it's this book that should be a lamp unto our feet uh, and a light unto our path uh, and it and it's it's good time right now uh, to uh, to get back to Scripture, uh, to get back to the Bible, to get back to uh, the Word of God. Uh, I heard heard a young person uh, say earlier, a teenager uh, say, "Well, the Bible says," and I, I got excited about that because that's that's what we need to be doing. We need to be saying, "Well, you know, well, the Bible says," uh, because Kingdom of God people are people of God's Word. Uh, second, second thing is that kingdom of God uh, people uh, are people of prayer. That's right. Um, you know, if if you look into the to the book of Acts, actually, you'll see uh, that the apostles, uh, the disciples, uh, just just continued in Jesus's footsteps in His example. We already said that Jesus was was a man of the word. He is the word. the word. He is the word. And, That's and, right. And he, when the enemy came against him, so powerful. Uh, use the word of God to defeat the enemy. We see the apostles in, in Acts uh, all the time uh, quoting quoting the Old Testament, quoting the word of God, uh, receiving uh, direction uh, from the scriptures, that it, that it was a lamp unto their feet and a light unto mm. their path. And, and then in Acts chapter 1, uh, after Jesus ascends into heaven uh, and, the, and the angels show up and say, hey, Hey, the way that he left, he's coming again. By the way, uh, Jesus is coming again. I, I hope you're ready. It's a good time to be ready. Uh, after, after that, they go to Jerusalem and wait like, like Jesus told them to. And while they're waiting, they're praying. And they pray all through the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. We see the church praying, 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 and praying some more. Uh, people of God. Kingdom of God people are people of prayer. So, so let me just give you a few prayers that people of God 
kingdom of God people are are praying. Uh, one uh, is that is that we are uh, praying Matthew six uh, nine and ten. His kingdom come. His will be done. Jesus Jesus spoke. You know the Lord's prayer, and he said, "This is how you should pray." Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, so one of the things that we need to be praying is for God's kingdom to come, for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we know, we know there will come a day when that prayer will be completely answered and God's right. kingdom will be set up and established uh, on earth and his, and his will will be done and what a glorious time that will be. Uh, another thing that we need to be uh, praying uh, as the people of God, as kingdom of God people, this is what kingdom of God people pray. This is kind of challenging and hard, but, but this, is, this is Matthew uh, 5 tells us that, that we are to pray for those who persecute us, that we're to love our enemies, that we're to pray for those uh, who, who persecute us. So we need to be in prayer uh, for, for those that are our enemies, for those who would come against us, for those uh, who, would, uh, who would persecute us. We need to be praying uh, for them. And, uh, and, and there's power uh, when we do that. Uh, another uh, thing that people of God, kingdom of God people are to, are to pray for is that we are to pray for our leaders. First uh, Timothy 2 uh, tells us that we're to pray for everyone. And then it specifically says for kings and for those who are in authority. You know, so, so as kingdom of God uh, people, uh, we need to we need to be praying uh, for our pastors. Uh, we need to be praying uh, for uh, leaders. We need to be praying for governors. We need to be praying for, for our president. We need to be praying for our new uh, president, uh, that the kingdom of God would come to him, uh, that the will of God would come okay. to him, uh, that he would turn uh, his heart and life over to our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. We need to be praying for his salvation. We need to be praying and asking God to give him wisdom. We need to be praying for leaders, for those uh, who are uh, who are in uh, authority, uh, and and uh, and and then uh, as uh, kingdom of God uh, people, uh, we are kingdom of God people are are people of the Holy Spirit. And we are people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, who are led by the Holy Spirit, who are empowered by the Holy Spirit. As Acts chapter 1 uh, verse 8 says, But you, uh, kingdom of God people, will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, witnesses of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We, as kingdom of God people, are to be people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, people of the Holy Spirit. And, and, uh, and if we are uh, people who are filled with the Holy Spirit, then what we have is power from the Holy Spirit to help from the Holy Spirit to be the kingdom of God people that he has called us uh, to be. Mm. Uh, third, thirdly, let me point this out, that we are, that we are to be people of the truth. That as, as Joy has already said, we are to be people who know the truth and people who, who are proclaiming the truth. And, and that means, as, as Joy already pointed out, 
that, that we are to be people preaching Jesus, that we are to be people proclaiming Jesus, that we are to be Acts 1-8 people who are full of the Holy Spirit, pow- in, in, empowered by the Holy Spirit to be witnesses of Christ in, in our Jerusalem, in our Judea, in our Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. So, so as the early disciples and apostles, the first church, were to be witnesses to everyone everywhere, we are to be witnesses to everyone everywhere. It's interesting, let me just point this out, that, that they mentioned Samaria there because, because Samaria for the, for the Israelites were the people that they didn't like, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're a Republican, they were the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a Democrat, they were the Republicans. Right. But we are to be witnesses to those who are to different than us, to those who we don't agree with. Uh, we are to uh, proclaim uh, the word of the Lord to everyone, even the Democrats. We are to proclaim the word of the Lord to everyone, even the Republicans. We are to, we are to be uh, witnesses in our Jerusalem, in our Judea, in our Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. That's that's kingdom of God uh, people. Now, I, I just want to end by reading uh, that, that passage that I talked to you a second ago, 1 Timothy uh, chapter 2, uh, because, because I think that it highlights almost everything that I just talked about and, uh, and really helps us to bring this to a, to a close. And, uh, and it's powerful, needed word of God. It's powerful, needed scripture. Okay, let's read this. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, verse 1, the, these are good scriptures to memorize, good scriptures to hide down uh, in your heart. They're, they're my favorite scriptures for tonight. <laughs> I urge you then, see, see the passion there, the, the intensity there? I, I urge you then, uh, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for, for your enemies, for your friends, for, for your family, for, for ones you like and that you don't like. If, if we would just do that, how powerful would that be if, if Christians would just do that? How powerful would that be? I, I mean, I heard Christians say the other day that, that they were done with a certain segment of, of Christians. They, I'm, I'm done listening to them. I'm done talking to them. I'm done with them. That's not it. We're not done. We're, we're praying for everyone. Verse 2, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. Mm. This is good and pleases God our Savior. Listen, listen to this. This pleases God our Savior. And then it says this in verse 4, it talks about what God wants. This is so important. You wonder what God wants? Here you go. Who wants everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants everyone everywhere. He wants men and women. He wants the young and the old. He wants the black and the white and the red and the yellow, the American, the Russian, the Jew, the, 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 the Oriental, the Australian. He wants everyone everywhere to what to be saved and to what to come to the knowledge of the truth this is this is god's desire he wants people to come to the knowledge of the truth right because 
Because when we truly answer that question, what is truth? Mm -hmm. And we find the answer to that in Jesus Christ. And we come to the knowledge of the truth. And what we have come to is we've come to not only the knowledge of the truth, but we've come to the knowledge of life, life eternal and life abundant, which is what we want for ourselves. Ultimately, at the end of the day, that is what we would truly want. We want to live the abundant life that is only found in Christ. And God wants us to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Now listen to these last couple verses here that I'm going to read. For there is one God. There's just one. I don't care what anybody else says. There's just one. One God. One mediator between God and mankind. The man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for us all, the testimony given in its proper time. For this purpose, I was appointed a herald. This is Paul talking, but but so was I, and so were you. Appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I'm not lying. That's scripture. Paul's saying, I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying and a teacher of the true faith to the Gentiles. He says, he says I was called of God to proclaim this truth, the, the true, to proclaim the true faith, because there's all kinds of, of faiths out there that are being taught, but, but Paul says this is the true faith that I was called to proclaim, that all of us were called uh, to be witnesses of, in our Jerusalem, in our Judea, in our Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We, the people of God, kingdom of God people, we, you know, we, are, we are people of the word of God. We are people of prayer. We are people full of the Holy Spirit. And we are people with a call of God on our lives to be witnesses to everyone, everywhere. And, and if we will, be the people that God's called us to be, to be kingdom of God people, then, uh, then we're going to see God's desire, His will be done. We're going to see people come to salvation and come to the knowledge of the truth, enter into the eternal life and the abundant life that is, that is found in our Lord yeah, and Savior, right. yes. uh, Jesus Christ. Yes. And, and it is, if I could just back to Acts 1.8 one more time. It is the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives that kind of brings all this together, mm-hmm. that, that helps us to be uh, kingdom of God, people of the word, uh, that, that helps us to be kingdom of God, people of prayer. We have the Holy Spirit help when it comes to, to hiding the word of God in our hearts. Mm-hmm. We have the Holy Spirit's help when it comes to praying. We have the Holy Spirit's help when it comes to to being a witness and to shining the light of Christ. So, so it kind of eliminates, I think, if you will, all of our excuses. We can be the people God's called us to be, kingdom of God people, because, because we should be full of the Holy Spirit and, and therefore able to be people of the Word, able to be people of prayer, able to be empowered witnesses of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I just want to uh, pray for us, uh, and, and as we close in prayer, I, I just want to ask you uh, tonight, uh, have you come?
come to the knowledge of the truth? Have you come to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Have you put your faith and trust in Him and made Him the Lord of your life? If you haven't, I hope and pray that you'll do it tonight. And, and, and if that's your desire, I just ask that you would just pray with me. I'm going to pray. You just repeat after me and make Jesus the Lord of your life. Mm-hmm. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are truth, that you are life, that you are salvation. And Jesus, I ask you to save me and change me and bring me into your kingdom. I open my heart, ask you to come into my life, be my Savior, be my Lord, be my forever passion. I pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 And Lord, as we close tonight, I just, I just ask uh, just for a fresh, empowering and filling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit, I pray that you would stir us to, to be kingdom of God people of the word and that you'd stir us in these days to be kingdom of God people of prayer and that you would stir us and move us and empower us to be kingdom of God people of, of proclaiming and witnessing to the, yes. to the truth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hey, God bless you. Uh, one of the great things that Kingdom of God people do is they come together on Sunday and, and worship and encourage and refresh. So make sure you do that. You'll be glad you did. God bless. See you later.